0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 7 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: This is 93.7 the ticket. Look at me. short. Sure. Look at me. short. Sure. I'm the
0: captain
2: now.
1: All right, everybody. How, how do I do this? Is this thing on? There you go. Like, is this yes, thing yes, on? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> what is up, everybody? This is the Captain Show. I am Chris Ralph, otherwise known as Ralph. I'm here today with the man, the myth, the legend, Kenny Wilhite, and my man Bach, VJ, and well, VJ is out today, and Terrell is down in Georgia recruiting some new Huskers. Yeah. He's, no, Terrell's down there getting <laughs> food. <He's laughs> He'll <helping> come back <fat. laughs>
2: <laughs> He's been saying for months that Nebraska needs more Georgia Georgia players. We didn't think you meant from the you know the Bulldogs. I thought he was just talking about high school kids.
1: <laughs> he just called Kirby. Hey Kirby, this is Terrell Farley. Yeah. We need some of your transfers. <laughs> Come on up here. <laughs> so what's good, Kenny? Not much, brother.
3: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: You betcha. It's always great to have Kenny Wilhite in the house. Appreciate it. So, a lot of people, you know, they, they know your, um, your Nebraska exploits. But I want to hear some about your your CFL exploits. I, I, I'm i sure a lot of people don't know that you played, what did you get, five years in the CFL? Five years.
3: Five years. Fun times, fun times. Started in 93 at uh, Sacramento. They were the gold miners. 93 was my, um, I got cut by the Bears and went there. Uh, told them put me on a practice roster. There was only eight games left in the season, so was so on the practice roster in 93, 94 played there then we moved to San Antonio. Uh, our owner picked us up and moved us to San Antonio. So, uh trivia question, who scored the first professional touchdown in the Alamo Dome? Kenny Height. Preach. Fumble recovery <laughs> for a touchdown. Yeah, so played one season in uh, San Antonio and then um the Canadian teams were kind of mad because we didn't have any Canadians on our roster. It was all Americans and we were yep. you know beating all the Canadian teams, so they told our owners that Either have 12 Canadians on your roster, or either move to Canada or fold. So, hmm. our our owner wanted to move to Canada, but then he he backed out. So, um, me myself, Steve Taylor, uh, we we joined together in, in Ottawa in '96, in 96. and '96 96 was my best year. Um, finished third and uh, MVP voting behind Flutie and a couple more of the guys, hmm. and then uh, won MVP of that team. Ottawa folded, went to Hamilton in '97 uh messed up my knee again on a on a kick return and i said i'm done
1: then tony samuel called me and that's when the coaching started that's when it started that's when it started so you already dropped some names there you had doug flutie steve taylor who are some other players up in canada that you played with that might have listeners might have recognized or were there any guys that went came down to the nfl after that or
3: yeah that after that year i could have came come to the nfl um my agent approached me with the deal gruden recruited me out of junior college, he was at Pacific, but he was in Philly. And he asked my agent, would I be interested in coming down to Philly? Well, our season starts in June. NFL doesn't start until July. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's a month worth of checks yeah, that you'd be missing out on unless they gave you a signing bonus. Well, the signing bonus they wanted to give me wasn't what we were looking for, so I just decided to stay up, stay up there. Um, but David Archer was a quarterback for the Falcons. He was our starting quarterback All right. in Sacramento, San Antonio. He, he, he went to Iowa State, didn't he? Or? Yes. Yep. yep. He was our starting quarterback. Steve backed him up in Ottawa. Um, but there was a lot of guys that came from the NFL thinking they were going to just be good in the CFL Yeah. when they realized the field was longer and it was wider. It was harder to cover, especially <laughs> the defensive backs. I'm like, listen, you better put your track shoes on, Brett, because you're going to be running a lot. So, But uh, as far as guys coming to the NFL, you had a lot of guys. Our receiver, Joe Rogers, was an all-star that year, too. He went... He went to Atlanta, so
1: yeah, you had a lot of guys. So it's going back and forth. Yep, that's awesome. What were the what were the like the what were the crowds up there like? Was it was it you know forty fifty thousand sixty?
3: Yep, it was about 40, 50,000. Yep, you, you get a good crowd. Now the Alamo Dome was hard
1: to to fill. I mean, you had a lot of the teams that they wanted to go see. So that's awesome. But yeah, so I gotta I gotta ask like that fan question. Do you ever get any fan mail? Any like anybody sending cards or anything to autograph or anything like that anymore? or
3: it's interesting you say that because I had a guy send me a card. I'm like, where'd you find that at? And so he sent me a return envelope, and I signed it and sent it to him. And then um, actually got approached by
1: the card company in Canada. They made an uh, anniversary card for me about four years ago. That's awesome. So, yep, yeah. that's cool. I was I always laugh with um, Steve Taylor. I'll I'll find stuff on eBay every once in a while, and I just send him it, and I'm like. Yeah. You want this, and he's like, "He's like, where do you find this stuff?" And I'm like, "Shows up on eBay. People still got, still got the Steve Taylor stuff because I know I went out one night and I found all your rookie cards and all that stuff from mm-hmm. the CFL. So it's definitely out there. So if you're looking for the no, you don't, you don't. Need if to you're looking for the Kenny Wilhite rookie card, <laughs> eBay I mean? that's the place to go. Do You
2: keep any of that stuff from back in the day? Yeah, yeah,
1: I do. I have a lot
3: of. I got that MVP jersey hanging in my, oh, yeah. in my garage. So yeah, that's the helmet. Awesome. I have the helmet also. So.
2: Does the CFL still alive and kicking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, um yeah. Yoshi. Yep. Former husker. That's right. Yeah. He, he went for his third for
1: third one this year. He won back to back and they lost this year. Mm. By one point. He would have had three in a row. They um who is the um the quarterback for Ohio? Um Nathan Nathan Rorick. Yep. He was quarterback under Solich. He went up to the CFL after his playing days at Ohio got finished. And he's I think he is signing I forgot which team in the NFL, but he signed, a, I believe, a futures contract play play in the NFL. He impressed a lot of people up there. So, yeah, CFL is still, still rolling. One of my former teammates is still coaching up there, Baron Miles. He was a oh, d- yeah. defensive coordinator. He was a decent little defensive back for yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was a black
3: shirt with me, Um guy that pushed me. But he's now the defensive coordinator in Ottawa, my former team. So
1: That's awesome. And then Baron's got – is this kid still down at the yes. university?
3: Baron Jr. is still on, on, on the roster at the university.
1: Good, Good little player.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. They, I, I, because I've you know followed along. Did they, did they run into some problem there for a while? The CFL,
3: they did, they did financially, they did, but then they, they recovered. And, that's what and it and was. I, yeah. I, I usually go back up once, once a year when COVID hit. I, I hadn't been back since COVID, but I'll drive up to Ottawa yeah. or Hamilton, catch a game, and drive back.
2: Well, he kind of hit on it too with the the uh, the, the crowds that were there. How big is, is high school football in Canada? Is there any recruits coming up that way or not really?
3: Man, I ain't never followed a Canadian high school <laughs> There is nothing there. I yeah. mean, there, there's some. Yeah. You know, there's some. I mean, you get some Canadians that come down to the states and play at college level. So, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're decent football. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was just wondering if, like, you know, it kind of picked up or nah, it's pretty, pretty much just a CFL and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Even the colleges up there. They're, you know. Yeah, all hockey.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah because it, I, A lot of – the like the the Buffalo University of Buffalo kids, some of them, a lot of their players, not a lot, but some of their players get drafted in the CFL and go up to the CFL. Just being with that proximity to where they're where they're at up there. And I was trying to think when Lance was at Buffalo, Coach Leipold, if he, he had some players that came down from Canada and played played for him. But just that proximity where Buffalo was at. But that's
2: I know Darren Diedrich was I don't know yeah, if he played. He, was, in he Canada, played a couple of years there. Yeah, yeah, and he's from there. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. That's so what I was trying to think. I'd, that's definitely you know, a name
1: was. that a lot of people don't think of when you talk about the great backs of oh, yeah. Nebraska football, but he put together two pretty solid years.
2: Yeah. I always go back. I remember it helped to have Crouch. <laughs> Jamal Lord was good too, but I think his better year was obviously with Crouch.
1: Yeah, Crouch, Crouch and Jamal Lord. Those those guys could run the football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I not that's if you ask me who probably
0: New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The top running quarterback, like just running quarterback, I might have to go Jamal Lord over Eric Crouch. Wow. I know. I get, wow. People are going to hate me for that. Yeah. But Jamal Lord. He yeah, put up some numbers. He, I think he actually was the first Nebraska quarterback to rest for over 200 yards in a game. Hmm really yeah jeez but he was he definitely he was he was an athlete he could play and he actually he played i want to say two or three years with the texans after he finished yeah. but they switched him i think he was playing like defensive back or something <laughs> like it? that he was he was just an athlete
2: i was thinking back to that cuz you know frost did uh, lord did uh, you know crouch did they all had their time in the league at different positions and then of course nebraska made the switch to get away from the option offense partially to get, you know, NFL quarterbacks. And since then, they've had one NFL quarterback drafted. Their option <laughs> quarterbacks are playing in the NFL, but their standard quarterbacks have not been.
3: You bring up Crouch. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm back home in St. Louis, and, you know, they had the Rams there, of course. Oh, but yeah. um, I'm standing in the neighborhood, and this guy walks out of a house, and he has on a Crouch jersey. <laughs> a Rams? A uh, Rams-Crouch oh, wow. jersey. So – I, of course, I told him let me take a picture of him. I sent it to Crouch. He goes, "Where did he find that?" At? <laughs> yeah, now like, that is one I would. Be yeah, surprised I, w- at, I yeah.
1: believe, I think for the Rams he wore number eighty-nine. I believe for yeah, the Rams, no, no, no. I think that's the number he wore. Yeah. But his his Rams career didn't last all that long, no. which was crazy. And it just sort of showed like just the physic physicality of the NFL. I watched Crouch play for you know four years at Nebraska, and he took a lot of hits. He always bounced up, always bounced up, always bounced up. He took one hit running over the middle in that preseason game. He didn't get up. And that was like, that's where you see like the difference in speed between the NFL and and college football because I was like, no, this is, that's Eric Crouch. He gets up from every hit. And nah, not that hit. And that actually was probably the hit that pushed him back into like, I think I'm going to go try play quarterback again instead of playing receiver because a lot of people are like, Oh, he'll have a very successful receiving career. But if you haven't played receiver and you go into the NFL and just starting to play receiver, that's a that's tough. Yeah, it's, it's a tough. Period to be in the NFL yeah. at any position. You know, you you have to be mentally and physically ready. How long did it take you? Like, because I know in high school you played quarterback. Yes. How long did it take you to like feel that you're technically and ability to Playing defensive back, How? when did you feel that you were comfortable? Was there was there like a year or a couple years, you know, where you finally felt like, all right, I'm a true defensive back?
3: No, I think uh, for me, I played defensive back in high school, but I had that mentality of a defensive player as a quarterback and as an offensive mm-hmm. player. We talked about this the other day on air, but um, my junior college quarterback, he had to tell me, you're not 200 pounds. You can't put, <laughs> lower your shoulder and try to take on a linebacker. Or defensive lineman, you have to either slide, get down on or make a miss, like you can do. So, I had that mentality. But I think when they approached me about moving over to defensive back at the University of Nebraska, when Coach Osborne called me in his office, I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. You know. So we go down to Citrus Bowl practice, and they put me in in there with the ones. I'm like, I didn't think it was going to be like this. This is, you know, but. Then that spring, I got my feet under me a little bit, and then for the very first play of a scrimmage, I got an interception, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I think I can roll with this. And do this? Yeah. That's awesome.
2: That is cool. How much do you think it helps, you know, just for younger players out there to kind of think to – you would think that those positions could really feed off each other. You played cornerback. Having played quarterback, did that help quite a bit? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. You 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 look were able to pretty much read a quarterback's eyes better. Mm. You know, you know his, his, his drops three-step, four-step, five-step, quick game, you know. If the ball's down, you usually tell your guy if the ball's down, is play action or it's run, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to tell you that. Your read should, should mm-hmm. give it away. So, But if it's high shoulder right now, it's, it's going deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ball's up now and it's, and it's coming out, you know. So you get, you got a lot of quick reads off of those. Yeah. yeah I'll tell you cool. a story. My rookie year with the Bears, guess who was a quarterback?
1: Oh, I got to go back. Rookie year. Rookie 93. 93. Rookie year at the Bears. He's a head coach in the Big Ten right now. Oh. um, Herba. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had a
3: blitz oh drill. We had a blitz drill. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, we're in the red zone. And Reggie Cooper was on that team. He was a safety here. All right. Oh, number 17. Yep. He was like, Will they're going to try you now. They're going to try you. They're going to come at you. I'm like, okay. First two plays. Batted now. Right. Third play. Same thing. Weinstead called me up, he goes, Hey, how are you reading that so fast? But he's giving it away, his eyes. He's looking where he's throwing the ball. Well, you're in man coverage, you're not supposed to be looking at the quarterback. But that was those things that I picked up along the way, you know, as a former quarterback. I knew where he was going with the ball. One, he looked at it or he tried to give a look, quick look. But then his shoulders and his and his body language gave it away.
1: So yeah. Jimmy Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> That's awesome. What um going back to your college days? Who was the guy that gave you the toughest time that you had to cover? A lot, I'm going to throw a name out there a lot of guys don't remember. John Bostic. John Bostic, old number
3: 18. 1-8. One 1-8. Eight, one eight. He was the smoothest route runner and the softest hands. Now, the fastest and the quickest was Abdul Muhammad and Corey Dixon, of course. But J.B. ran the best routes. Now, Tyrone right. Hughes was good, too. Yeah. He was fast. He was quick. But John Bostic was so deceptively fast his breaks and his hands, you know, his hands were so soft. But the fastest and the quickest was Abdul Muhammad and Corey Dixon that you posted the last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Uh, they're
1: they're two of the guys for me that when they talk about the history of Nebraska football that have been forgotten about, like Corey Dixon, for instance, if they don't throw that flag on the clip, Corey Dixon goes down as probably one of the greatest receivers in the history Mm -hmm. of of Nebraska football, without a doubt. And the year before that, in 92 – Tommy's freshman year against Florida State, he had over 100 yards receiving. You know he he made he he made his plays there in those Orange Bowls, and it just stinks that that Florida State game that they they called that clip because he definitely would be one I would think would be living in Lincoln right now and doing very well with the post NIL. No, I think I think Corey is a Texas Texas I mean, guy. Go back no matter what. I think he's a Texas guy. Texas um, in the blood.
3: Yeah, it's in. He was Texas, 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 Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. So, I think he wanted to be closer to home, you know. So,
1: and then Uh, Abdul right now is he? Is he? I see him posted. Is he coaching now, or is he? He's in Omaha.
3: He's doing a lot of great things for the youth in Omaha. Um, And he's a guy that I would I would say that I'm very very proud of. Yeah, I'm very very proud of coming from where he came from. You know, we talk about my story where I came from, but he's from Compton. Yep. You know, you're not supposed to make it out of Compton. No. And for him to do what he's doing for the kids in Omaha, for the youth he's doing in Omaha, it's, it's you know second to none. You know what I mean? I, I love that guy to death, and I love what he's doing for the youth up there. I and mean, He's got kids. He's grooming kids. And we talked about it yesterday. He's a guy that should be leaned on for talent in Omaha. Definitely. Former player. He knows talent. He yep. should be spoken to. Exactly. So he, he brought some kids down on – and we we had this deal where he would come down with his seven on seven team and they would practice at the indoor and I would make sure they 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 got everything they needed you know water trainer, so forth make sure it was open the music was playing, and they practiced for about two hours and then um I gave the the kids a tour and he would talk to him in the team room one yep. of the coaches would be a guest speaker so he's doing a lot of great things in
1: Omaha yep yep and that's that's those are where those early seeds are planted in the in the little kids heads It's like. You might not think you're making an effect on that kid, but they remember that when they were, you know, that age and just having that opportunity. to. I played where the Huskers practiced at. I mean, that's yeah. that's huge. It's very huge. It's all right, everybody. What we'll do now is we'll send it to break, and we will be back. This is 93.7 The Ticket, The Captain. The Captain.